0: You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, it's nice to see you today. And uh, I think the podcast today will be uh, beneficial to you. I really want to... This, this particular thought really has come to me out of a, just some experiences I've went through the last few weeks. And uh, I want to share some things with you that I feel like God's given me. I want to talk to you today about being able to stand... And stay where God's put you. And so we're going to go back to the book of Genesis. Boy, I, I love the first few chapters of Genesis. And in the second chapter, verse 8, it says, And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And uh, I'd really never thought about this verse this way till this morning, but. Uh, when Jesus was raised from the dead, the Bible said that they, women saw him and they thought he was the gardener. Well, you know, it really goes back to this. He planted a garden, so it made him a gardener. And he planted a garden, but then the Bible says the next thing that he did was he planted Adam in it. He put Adam in the garden. And those of you that grow gardens, um, you know this, that, that you prep the soil and all of that, and then you'll take the plant and you plant it in that garden that you created. And so at the very beginning of man, when God made him, he just didn't say, "Go, go wherever you want. He prepared a place that Adam would flourish. He planted him in a geographical place that he had prepared before man was ever created and the end result of this is when you allow the devil to move you from where God's planted you then you have a heartache because Scripture says that we know that the devil got into the equation of this story consequently convinces Adam and Eve to eat of the fruit And what happens is they are uprooted. The enemy is instrumental in uprooting them from where God planted them. And now they're planted outside of the garden where there are thorns and thistles, the sweat of the brow, the ground won't yield its increase because they're in the wrong place. God didn't plant them there. He created them to be planted or to stand and to flourish where he wanted them to be. And so I, I want to just talk to you a little bit because there are going to be seasons in your life that the enemy is going to do everything he can to move you from your position that God's put you in. Uh, and it can be a lot of different things, but learning how to stay in the will of God uh, is, is such a powerful thing. And so um, I want to go now over to the book of Ephesians, Uh, This is in um, the sixth chapter, and starting with verse 13, it says, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. And then he says, this is why. So that you may be able to withstand in that evil day. In other words, he said, there's going to come a day that is really going to be evil because you're going to be under a barrage of something. And so he said, you need armor so that when this attack, this assault comes on you, you'll be able to withstand it. And then he says, having done all to stand. And so when you read this verse, in reality, the Lord is saying that there is preparation that you have to make in order to be able to stand in that day having done all to stand. And so there are, you know, the different things that you and I do as believers, where it's the church, going to church, or it's the prayer every day, it's crucifying the flesh, all of these things. What is this? That is preparation. Because, and I've learned this, and I'm sure many of you have over the years, that the devil doesn't come every single day. There's not some horrible, intense assault on you every day. It can come out of the blue in an inopportune time. He watches, he waits, and then he looks for that moment that he thinks he's successful. And so you have to be prepared because if you wait to prepare yourself when the battle starts, you're going to lose. This is why the Bible said, having done all, make sure that you cover every base, close every door. That when that assault comes in in, in, in that evil day, you'll be able to stand. And so there are times that the devil's going to come after you because he wants to get you to move from where God's put you. Psalms uh, 1, the very first chapter that in, this, in the book of Psalms, and there's 151 chapters in Psalms, it says this, Maybe it's 150. I'll have to go back. But it says this, that the righteous, we shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water. In other words, God just doesn't let you visit a place. There is a place in your life that God wants you to be, and it's in that place is where you're going to flourish. And if you allow the enemy to come through pressure, see, a lot of times when we get in tough situations, the, the natural inclination for human beings is when they get in, in a difficult time, they want to run. They just, they just want to get away from where they're at. Well, you've got you to gotta stand. You've got to guard the land. In the Old Testament, in First Kings, I think it's in... Um, chapter 21 there's a story told make sure I give you the good reference first Kings 21 and verse 2 uh, we know that this is about Naboth and Ahab and Naboth is a, is a Israelite and he has land that's come down to him through inheritance and the Lord told uh, Israel through Moses he said you tell them that they can never sell their land that this land's not for sale that I'm giving them. It is their inheritance. It's where I want them to plant and flourish and raise children and build homes. And so Naboth understood that. And Ahab comes to him and he says, I want your land. And Naboth says, it ain't for sale. I'm not selling my father's inheritance to you. And Naboth says, no, no, you don't understand. He said, I'm going to give you a better vineyard. I'm going to give you something better than what you got. To start with, I want to ask Ahab if it's better than what Naboth has, why are you giving it to him? Why do you want something that isn't as good? The devil is a liar. And he looks at Naboth, he says, I want your land and I'll give you something better. The devil never gives you something better than what God has already given you. It may be more shiny. It may be more appealing, but I can tell you this, it's cheap and it won't be long that in the fire it fades away. And Naboth held his ground. Even in this day that we're living in with Israel, what is it that is causing the greatest conflict in the earth? It is nations that are trying to move Israel out of their strategic positioning that God's given them. The enemy's trying to take their land. The enemy will come against you and assault. he will assault you. He'll, he'll bring different pressures, whatever. It can be discouragement. It can be frustration. It can be misunderstanding, um, make you doubt who you are, doubt your calling, whatever, because he wants you to walk away from where God has you. And so in Ephesians, it says this. It says, um, having done all to stand. And then verse 14, it says this. Stand therefore. In other words, don't leave your ground. Stand therefore, having your loins girded about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness. And then verse 15, he says, and your feet shod or covered with the preparation. See, you go back to, there is preparation. You, listen, so many of you are such an, in such a powerful place of purpose. This is why there's such an assault on you. This is why there's such an attack on you. You're in such a place of purpose that the enemy is trying to be proactive because he thinks, he knows, if I can get them moved off of where they are, then I can stop God from fulfilling his purpose. Everything that God intended for Adam to do in the Garden of Eden, Adam could not do outside of the Garden. And some of you that might be listening to me today, I'm telling you, if the enemy's moved you, go back. Go back to where God puts you. Um, We are always in this place. Either we are trying to take territory from the devil and protecting what we have, or else the enemy is trying to take territory from us. And in reality, the enemy doesn't have any territory. Doesn't the Bible say that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof? And that's why the Lord talks about Satan. He says he's a thief. He he just constantly walks around prowling, looking for something that he can steal. He wants your position in Christ, and he will put enough pressure on you, if he can, that you'll throw up your hands and say, I can't do this. Walk away. Give up. Throw in the towel. Don't do that. You have to withstand the enemy, and victory will never be achieved. If you're not standing on the plot of ground that God put you on when He saved you, I, I've seen so many men walk away from ministry and they missed the greatest harvest that was in their future because they left that ground that God had put them in. And you have to stay, even and and sometimes those places are tough. Think of Joseph or ultimately God orchestrated Joseph to be in prison. And it was in prison that the chain of events was triggered that got him in the palace. What would have happened if Joseph would have left his position there 24 hours earlier? He'd have been hunted as an escaped convict. Instead, he chose to stay and be where God put him. God plants us. And the gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. In other words, God doesn't take them away. I've done a lot of different jobs in my lifetime. Uh, I've laid carpet. I drove a truck. I was a logger. Um, I sold office equipment. I was a welder. I was a pipe fitter. Um, just <laughs> I roofed. Uh, just so many different jobs over the years, but they were to help me till God released the purpose in my life. I don't do those things anymore because I've been God has opened blossomed the purpose of my life. But I can't tell you how many times over the years the enemy would come and get you in a moment when you're frustrated and you say, why don't you go somewhere else? It's you know the old saying the grass is greener on the other side. It hardly ever is. I've seen so many people walk away from the purpose of God and then live with regret the rest of their life. To those of you that pastor small churches, if that's where God's put you, you give it your best shot because there's no telling what God's gonna do. For those of you fighting battles for your children, don't throw in the towel. Don't let the enemy uproot you Stand, you know, um, when in Ephesians it talks about three different positions. One of them is that, that we sit in heavenly places. That's our posture with God. We're at rest. We don't have to do anything. And the other one is uh, we walk before the world, our salvation. Out. We walk it out. But with the devil, the Bible says you Stand. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to go out of your territory because the enemy will come after you. But if you will convince the enemy till my last breath, I am staying where God's put me. I will not allow the enemy to uproot me and move me from where God's planted me. Then you are going to end in great victory. So I want to encourage you in the Lord don't let the winds of adversity. Don't let those times when it doesn't seem to work and you look at where you're at and you say God is so barren. I don't see any fruit. But he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water. 1 verse says this that his leaf shall bear shall not wither and he shall bear fruit in his season. There is a season change coming on the people of God. And oh my, we're gonna be so thankful we did not let the devil move us from where God planted us. I love you, God bless you, I'll see you next week. Be strong in the Lord. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.